Let's go. DT. Let's go terrestrial. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? It's your boy Melvin Wilson, aka Shockstar941. You know, today is January 8, 2019. First, I want to start off giving a shout out to my little brother. It's his 21st birthday. Happy birthday to you, bro. Secondly, I'd like to thank everybody that listened to the first episode. Um, I really appreciated the feedback. You know, I like what people had to say, and I trust me, I'm taking it all into consideration. Because it helps me get better, helps me deliver better content to y'all, and a better overall experience. And for that, I'm thankful. First off, I want to give a small disclaimer. Uh, tonight's episode is going to be about R. Kelly, you know, situation, everything that's been going on. If you're triggered by anything, you know, to do with that situation, uh, with, you know, the rape culture in general, anything with sexual abuse, whatever the case may be. I advise you not to listen to this. Um, it's not going to be too explicit, but the fact of talking about it, some people can get very upset just hearing it or even discussing it. So that's what this episode is going to be about. So if that does affect you, then I advise you not to listen. Otherwise, I hope you all enjoy the show tonight. So this past weekend, Lifetime aired a documentary called Surviving R. Kelly. It was a six-part series, and it detailed a lot of the stuff that, you know, some stuff that we kind of knew, some things we didn't, and a lot of things that people might have had opinions on, but didn't really have all the facts. To me, I believe the documentary, uh, some parts of it was done well, some parts is kind of up in the air, you know, it, it it's a lot of open-ended stuff that's opinionated. It's not something that's cut and dry like this is what it is. And it's so controversial to talk about because people, they don't, they only see it one side or the other. It's either, you know, you believe what the, what these women are saying and that he guilty or you like, man, forget that. You know, it's Kells, Pop Piper, King R&B. You know, it is what it is. My personal, um... I won't give my opinion. I won't give my opinion yet. Let's talk about the documentary. So, documentary starts out. It was two parts each night. Starts off um, from his childhood. You know, him and his brother. I believe his brother's name is Carrie. They said that they were sexually molested as children. Now, um, I've come in contact with some people that have been through this, and everyone takes it differently. Everyone is affected by it differently. Some people tend to act out when they get a little older and do things they shouldn't do. Some people are very secluded and to themselves, and they don't like to really... It's hard for people to get close to them. And some people, you know, they, they turn out perfectly fine when they become adults. They might have thoughts about it every now and then, but, you know, it doesn't really affect them. In this case... You know, Kells, R. Kelly, Robert, whatever you want to call him. I don't, I don't know for sure. This is, 
this is just my opinion on it I believe it affected the way he's acting now because he was out of high school and they said he was 20 21 years old going to the, the high school talking to young girls then and that's very prevalent now like that happens that was happening when I was in school I'm 28 that was happening when I was in high school you had older dudes talking to young girls and you have older women that talk to younger men it's not as talked about or as out there but it does happen and this is something that's very prevalent not only in the the black community just in, in the world in general people seem to think that um love is love you love can't help what you love but when it's a young child you kind of have to so this documentary is showing some stuff that we think we might have known but we don't have a good grasp on it and this first these first two parts talking about his childhood and what he went through and how it affected him I'm not making an excuse saying that you know it's alright that he is acting this way because of what happened to him but I'm saying it plays a big role and people have to understand that you might not want to you might just want to say hey you know I don't care about that he did what he did he doing what he doing but at the same time you know this man kind of need he need help cause it's something psychologically off and unless you've been through that um it's kind of something that's not talked about like people tend to suppress stuff like that and never want to bring it up again and sometimes not bringing it up that's not good that's something that need to be discussed that's something that we need to be having conversations about with our children um if they are dealing with that if they dealt with that even adults man some adults they still can't get over the fact of what happened in them way back when and it's just something that it gotta be talked about like it's something that gotta come up you know A lot of stuff in this documentary is things that we probably thought we knew about already. For one, his relationship with Aaliyah. You know, everybody had their thoughts about that. You know, everybody thought that him and Aaliyah getting married was crazy because they forced a marriage signature saying that she was 18 and she was really 15 at the time. I can't remember how old he was. I think he was like 27. So we thought we knew about that. One of the backup, I think it was one of Aaliyah's or R. Kelly's backup dancers claimed that they saw Aaliyah and R. Kelly having sex on the, uh, on the tour bus. Aaliyah's mom denied this claim, saying that she never even saw this dancer. And like, this lady is making all this stuff up. Well, if they were, if they, you claim to be there every step of the way, you know, how did your daughter get married? You know, there's a lot of people in this documentary that was standing around watching they didn't do nothing. Now, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know if R. Kelly was paying these people. I mean, obviously, they was part of his camp. So, I don't know if he was paying them to be quiet or what the case was. But that's something that kind of 
made the documentary lose credibility with people because they're like well if you got all these people around and know what's going on how come nobody's saying nothing how come nobody's doing nothing you know and you have the the videotape the sex tape that everybody saw when he was you know peeing on the girl and whatnot that was supposedly i think they said that was sparkle's niece or daughter or something like that you know that was a video and he got he got acquitted of what eight charges it took him like six years from the time that video came out to the time of the trial it took him like six years to get all this stuff together and he was acquitted on all charges some people say if he was acquitted on all these charges why we have this documentary going on and with these new services of these girls coming out saying that he had a quote-unquote uh, cult that just brought this story back to life and the fact this documentary came out is giving them a new voice you know some of these parents on here you know they said they haven't seen their daughters in like two or three years me personally if that was my daughter you know i don't know how they are but you know i would want to be up there beating the door down like nobody can't get to this man nobody can't put hands on him or you know it, he not he not invincible yes he's a, he's an r&b legend you know he's a celebrity you know but he's not untouchable I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and judge somebody because I don't know their situation. But I don't know if it's more that the parents could have done that they haven't been doing. Because one of the mothers, she went all the way to Beverly Hills to get her daughter. And she took her daughter home. Like, she was determined to get her daughter home. So a lot of these girls, you know, they're over the age of 18 now. And they can do what they want to do. So we get all these allegations, all these stories. I'm saying all this to say this. We get all these allegations of him with these young girls and he keep getting away with it or there's never enough evidence to fully convict him. So who, who's the real culprit in this? Like where, where is it really coming from that this man can just do what he want to do and get away with it? Everything we think we know from Aaliyah to the sex tape to the sex coat. Do we really know what we're talking about? Because nothing comes out of it. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of loose ends on this for this man to still be out here roaming around. I'm not saying that he didn't do none of this stuff, but somewhere somebody dropped the ball and it's just it's affecting everything now. Now it's getting to the point it's where can you really do anything to him? Can you really hurt him? Hurt his brand at all? Because he's not going anywhere, sad to say. And he gonna stick around because people gonna keep him around. I got to talk about I'm not gonna put no music on this because this is so serious. So serious. Talk about this rape culture. A lot of these girls in this show, this documentary, they didn't feel as though they could come to somebody and tell somebody because they didn't think nobody would believe them. And I'm looking at social media, looking at you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be. And a lot of people, they saying that the motive is money. Um, they just trying to get you know trying to get kills and trouble. 
I mean, of course, if you did it to them, of course they're trying to get them in trouble. I mean, who wouldn't? But a lot of them just saying they're motivated behind money. We have such a a bad complex. Uh, we have such a bad. Um, what's the what am I looking for? We have a, such a bad habit of blaming the victim and saying this is why you're doing this. This is the reason you're doing that. Why is it that whenever it comes to this? You know, somebody being sexually assaulted, somebody being raped or whatever it is, there's always has to be a motive behind it. It can't just be like, I'm trying to reach out and tell somebody how I feel and I need your help. We can never just simply sit there and listen and take it and move forward and try to help them out. It's always got to be something behind it. This is something that's so swept under the rug, especially in the black community. We sweep this under the rug like none other and it's just it's hurting a lot of people because a lot of people are dealing with this and it's something that's not talked about enough. If if at all. If at all. And it, it keeps going around and it might seem like we're pulling a race car, but it's very important. If R. Kelly was messing with, you know, young white women, he would be he would have been in jail ten years ago. This man would be under the jail. If it was young white girls he was messing with, this man would be under the jail. But young black girls, they seem to not get a nod. Black women even. They seem to just, you know, get the side eye. Kind of get pushed to the side like, oh, you know, it ain't what you say it is. Like, are you serious? Them people was on there crying because of what they said happened to them. Now, if they lying... If anybody on there is lying about anything, that's between them and God. You know, he'll be the one to decide that. He'll be the one to fix that. But if they're telling the truth, we should be trying to help them, man. Even in your everyday life, if you got someone that come to you and say something, if they feel, if someone feels comfortable enough to come to you and talk about that, that shows they really, they really value your opinion, value you as a person. Because that's not something that can just be talked about with anyone. This documentary, that's why I said in the beginning, I feel like it was done well, but there's some loose ends. This documentary is going to ostracize a lot of those females that were on it. And the parents. And anybody that was involved with him as far as the music industry back in the day. It's going to ostracize a lot of people. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. But the way society is now and the way it has been. This is something that a lot of people are going to still, still be like, hey, you know, it's R. Kelly, man. R. Kelly wouldn't do that. And that, is, that comes from separating the artist from the art. Can we do that? Can we separate the artist from the art? Because I'll be the first one to say, even going back to what we, what I said, there's a lot of stuff in this documentary that we said we already knew. We said we already know about Aaliyah. Say we already know about the girl, uh, the young girl that he had the sex tape with, but we still played his music. Step in the love, step in the name of love came out. Everybody was um, listening to Step in the Name of Love. You can go to one party, a wedding, anywhere without hearing Step in the Name of Love and people getting down to it. Ignition, when Ignition came out, everybody was up there bumping to Ignition. Chocolate Factory. I had that album. I was like, what? 15, 16 when Chocolate Factory came out. I had that album bumping it. Separating the artist from the art. 
this man did what he did all those years. This stuff started that Aaliyah, the Aaliyah stuff was what? Early nineties? What, ninety four? Ninety five, somewhere around there? And we were still bumping this man music. So for this documentary to come out now and for people to say they're gonna cancel him, not saying like I said, you can do what you wanna do. You know, my you can do what you wanna do. But separating the artist from the art, there's a lot of there's a lot of songs that he wrote for people. There's a lot of songs he produced for people. So if you say you're gonna cancel him and this is not being, you know, petty or being very particular, this is being real. When you cancel something, you cancel everything that come with it. So everything this man produced, every song that he wrote for people, you gotta get that up. If you really if you really say you're gonna do that. You're not going to, like, condone or listen to nothing or support nothing that he's done. That's a lot of people, bro. I ain't even got a list for it, but I know it's a lot of people. Because somebody made a video about this on YouTube. And they named about six or seven prominent artists. Whitney Houston being one of them. God, God bless her soul. A lot of R&B artists from back in the day. He wrote a lot of songs and produced a lot of songs for people but his songs in particular we still listen to him even though we said we knew what he had allegedly done I need you to ask yourself that for real are you can you really say they have a what a mute art hashtag mute R. Kelly hashtag going around can we really say that that you gonna mute him and be done with them. I'm going to let y'all think about that. And I'm going to have a short musical musical break. And when I come back. We're going to come back to this. DJ Esco. E.T. Esco Terrestrial. Like I was saying before the break, y'all. Um, if you say you're gonna cancel this man, like out of your life, out of listening to him or whatever, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Because I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people will still listen to him, still supporting his music, even while all the stuff was going on. But this documentary, like I said, has shed a new light, shed a new light on what's been going on. 
and what's going on now and how prevalent it really is he should have known this like this is something that's really like if his brand wasn't hurt before it's really gonna kill his brand now like this is not something that can just go away overnight I don't know if he's like he hasn't come on TV or anything and gave an interview to like speak out on it and sometimes you you just don't have to speak out on this it's his choice you don't have to um it probably won't go away no time soon but something that's funny I want to say it's funny interesting his stream shot up after that documentary his stream shot up now I don't know if that's people showing their support people saying hey even though you know you saying this we still gonna listen to his music we still gonna support him no matter what you got people on both sides of the fence it's just like with Bill Cosby Bill Cosby had all these women coming out saying that he sexually assaulted them he did this and did that numerous women there were those of us that still supported Bill saying Bill wouldn't do that and you had the one said throw him in jail throw away the key if they say he did it he did it he need to pay the price same thing with R. Kelly. You got people that say he didn't do it. You got people that think he did do it. So whatever side you fall on, it is what it is. Like that's your choice. But we have these situations when it comes to these celebrities, and I go back to saying separating the artist from the art. Looking at Bill Cosby, everybody knows Bill Cosby as Heathcliff Huxtable. From the Cosby Show. When that came out, those allegations about him sexually assaulting all these women—I uh, can't even remember the number one, but it was a lot. A lot of us separated the art from the artist because we didn't look at him as Bill Cosby. We knew him as Bill Cosby, but we looked at him as Cliff Huxtable from the Cosby Show. We didn't want to relate the person to the character, just like we don't relate R. Kelly to Robert Kelly. Robert Kelly is the one that's conducting all these um, conducting all these alleged incidents. R. Kelly, that's the face that we see, but Robert Kelly, that's the real person. And unless you personally know him, you don't really know what's going on with that. And that's the crazy part. Now, I said I was going to wait to give y'all my opinion. My opinion on the whole situation I don't believe all these women are lying. A lot of people saying these women lying, they just want money. I don't believe all these women lying. If they are, like I said, that's between them and the Lord. That's between him and the Lord if he's lying. I don't feel like they're lying. I feel like something is happening. You know, you got these people in here that say they their daughter's been missing two or three years, which to me, like I said, is still kinda fishy. I'll be up there beating the door down trying to get my daughter out of there. But, you know, everybody different. I ain't going to judge nobody's situation. Like, if you're doing this, man, like, get it together, bro. Get your life right. Get yourself some help. But we as a society, we dropped the ball in the past. Because... If this has really been going on ever since then and it's still happening, that's almost 30 years, man. 
from what from Aaliyah, maybe even before that, almost thirty years of this allegations and stuff going around. It's something you gotta something you gotta ask yourself. Is it something worth fighting for? Or should you just sweep to the wayside? Some of y'all gonna have y'all opinion and say R. Kelly ain't do no wrong. You still gonna support him. Boom, that's cool. If you play his music, I'm not gonna judge somebody, get mad at somebody for playing the man music. Now they're saying, you know, you support his music, you support a rapist. Or you support a child, molester, whatever you want to call him. I'm not gonna say that. Because as a lot of people done did stuff in life and you still listen to their music. Now, I hope I hope this has been enjoyable. This is a little more serious podcast. But I just had to give my thoughts on this stuff. I really I really I was really excited about making this one because I'm glad I'm ready to see the feedback on it. And I hope people just honestly tell how they really feel. So wherever you listen to this app, if you listen to it on SoundCloud or if you um, see it be posted on Instagram or Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, wherever you see you posted that, just you just write your honest comments, man. Honest comments, honest feedback about anything, anything you want to talk about. If y'all have ideas for the next podcast we talk about, do that. Any feedback and all feedback is welcome. I humbly accept everything. I truly do. But last but not least, follow your boy on Instagram, Shockstar941. Follow me on Twitter, Shockstar941. Snapchat is KaneBoy08. And if you're on Facebook, Melvin Wilson Jr. Truly enjoyed making this tonight. Y'all, y'all have a great week. And we just gonna keep rising up from here, man, because we the best, baby. Shockstar team, 2019. It's only the beginning. It's only gonna go up from here. Peace. Thank you.